0: Podcast Land and welcome back to Spoilers, a bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give your insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam and I'm joined by my co-host, Maestro. Hello. And Cowboy. What up? This week we're watching 2003's The Singing Detective. La la la. This is a Robert Downey movie? Yeah. We're doing this because the Avengers Endgame is Coming out, Robert Downey's uh pivotal Downey. role, Katie Holmes. Yes. Wait, is Katie you, Holmes in uh, yeah. Avengers? Yes, yes. She was
1: the Avengers? She's a nurse, no, no, in the movie, no, in, movie. In, the, in the Avengers, no, 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 she, oh, she was, she was in yeah, this yeah, yeah. Wait,
2: you chose this movie, yeah, because of Robert Downey Jr., yes, in Avengers, yes, when he has a plethora, yes, you son of a
0: most of his other movies I've seen and like. This one I had not seen and thought. I have heard of it. I've seen pictures of him with the, all those scars and crap. i was like, I need uh-huh. to see that at some point. Spoilers, it's a good time to watch it. <laughs> and uh, it seemed uh. to fit the bill as far as uh, criteria for spoilers. <laughs> so here we are. This was directed by Keith Gordon, which uh, has not done much else. All right. Uh, written by Dennis Potter, which has not done much else. Uh, nothing notable, anyway. This stars Robert Downey Jr., Robin Wright, which you may know from Forrest Gump. It's Jen right. A. That's the uh, the wife. Oh, yeah, huh? We got Mel Gibson with a bald cap, uh, Jeremy Northam, uh, Katie uh-huh. Holmes, and Adrian Brody. I'll give you a synopsis for the film, and then uh, we'll get into our reviews. From his hospital bed, a writer suffering from a skin disease hallucinates musical numbers and paranoid plots. Have you ever seen this movie
2: before? This is the first time I've actually even even been told about this movie.
0: All right. Never even heard of it. No. Okay. I concur. Same? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yep. probably
2: a good reason, too, by the way.
0: I, I knew this existed, but never had seen it, and this was a first for me as well. Wow. So, A room pull of purse. Room, yeah. So, thoughts of the movie. How do, how do, how do you want to get into this?
2: What was your first impression? Let's start with that. Oh my God! Robert Downey Jr. is in some sort of weird meat suit. <laughs> he was he was acting like a
0: Lady Gaga dress. That's yeah. What it was.
1: You're not wrong. Right. Uh, my my first impression on it was I I thought he got burnt. I thought he was a burn victim.
0: Right.
2: And then, did I. and then he said like sclerosis, right? sclerosis, uh, s- uh, s- s- sclerosis, so, no, not not sclerosis, sc- 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 sclerosis, scol
0: scol scoliosis. That's sc- scoliosis. Scoliosis is a spine disease. Yeah. Sclerosis, sclerosis.
2: Okay, that's uh, autoimmune. Yeah, okay,
0: that sounds right. because okay. you can have sclerosis of things. You can have it of the <clears> liver. <throat> I think this is of the skin. Uh, I'm not a botanist, so I don't know the you, you, exact. You're talking is. about cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah, What's, you're right. What is You said sclerosis. Sclerosis. I don't. Again, not a botanist. It's cirrhosis,
2: cirrhosis of the liver is usually comes from like what? When excessive amount of drinking, right? Excessive amount of drinking. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Sclerosis is an autoimmune disease that actually causes like what a scabbing and um, <laughs> scabbing and um, extra skin stuff and right. rashes and hives and.
0: When this movie started off, I thought, okay, I think I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, by the end, I didn't know what the fuck was happening.
1: Uh, it was like watching Lost. It I was, was lost. I, I was,
0: um, <laughs>
1: so th- there's those movies out there that you can't tell. Um, is this reality? Is this the past? Is this current? Is this future? Is it, we, What is going on here? And it kind of, it, it was hard to tell what part of the
0: story you were watching.
2: Yes, that is very accurate. I feel like the reason why they did that was because the his because he, he's a writer in this movie, right? Right. I feel like this is his psyche going back and forth and slowly delving into like you know not knowing what's reality and what's fake.
1: Well, you're you're, you're not wrong, but some of reality blended in with the stories in his head, and you're like, yeah, is this reality? Is like what's going on
0: because w- what i got from uh researching this before we even started watching it i already knew that the premise was he's a writer that is confusing his story with his own life and putting himself as the main character in his own books so that that's what i got from just basic research about the movie before it came out so when that started happening i was already ready for that like okay he's replaced himself as the main actor in his book but the way this movie unfolds This is a book he had already written, and he's trying to remember the screenplay to sell it, so that's why he's reliving it. But there's also ties into maybe his childhood that leaked into when he wrote this book the first time. My my problem with it is if you have to
1: do research on a movie to (laughs) understand the movie, then it's poorly done.
0: Yeah. I I actually had planned to watch or read a detailed... (laughs) Article or a video explaining what the fuck I was watching because I was very curious.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I, then you get to the end of the movie, you're like, okay, so what the fuck happened? I <laughs> was. What, <laughs> oh, boof, I'm better.
2: Yeah, I was told that the major thing about this was this is a BBC TV show.
0: Yes, it, so it used to be.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, back in the 60s, I believe.
2: No, not that late. Nate. No? The, the actor is still rather alive because of it and he's still acting and he's not that old. Well,
0: this is a, this is an adaptation of a previously done TV show, mm-hmm.
2: uh, mini series from oh from eighty six. Sorry, see there you go, not sixty eight, eighty six. I believe it also was done later in life as earlier in life too, but the most recent one was before this one was the Scene Detective in eighty six. Right, you said yeah, eighty six. Yeah. TV miniseries, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, with this I, I think this was. Books that became a TV series that then became a movie. Oh, I didn't go that far into it. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, I did. I did a lot of research on this trying to figure out what the hell is going on, and it's already just like the movie. It's already lost on me.
1: Yeah, I can't <laughs> say that I liked the entire movie, but there were definitely very entertaining scenes in the movie, and okay. Robert Downey Jr. acting like a nut because he's you know
0: yeah he's crazy
1: yeah he's. Clearly. Yeah. He does such a great job. But I mean well, for instance, you know, the, the scene where he's sitting there trying to calm himself down because Katie Holmes is
0: yeah. getting ready
1: to <laughs> lather him up, you know, and then he that moment where she's like, Okay, I'm gonna have to lift your penis so I can get around it. Yeah. And then he starts Here. having that dream, and then he comes back to reality and boop, oh shit.
0: Yeah. That I, I was pleasantly surprised that was a Katie great Holmes scene. in there. Because I, I I had I kind of forgot that she was a, a, an actress. Wait,
1: was this before Tom Cruise?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, uh, actually, this was two thousand three. I feel like oh. th- I feel like th- that was wait, well, it had to be before Tom Cruise. I don't think Tom Cruise would have allowed this. Oh yeah, probably. It was probably against Scientology. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Too risque. <laughs> uh, mm.
2: I'm wikiing right now. Hold on.
0: Okay. So. There's uh, – Mel Gibson's in here, which was oh. which was interesting. He's, he plays the uh, psychiatrist mm-hmm. uh, slash doctor. Great makeup, by the way. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Because he, he has a face that lends well to this character because, like, his face always looks like it's a little bit rugged. Mm-hmm. So just adding a bald cap to it, like, all right, no, all right, you can still be old. Yeah. You, just, you
2: still look old. You look creepy, man.
0: Right, <laughs> well. I think that was part of also the design. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the super thick glasses that made his eyes bug out. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, for reference, Katie Holmes actually got married to Tom Cruise in '06. Ah, okay. So this was is... before him. Yep. Okay.
0: Uh, all right. The, the singing aspects of this movie. It's called the singing detective. What did you think about the the scenes that had well, singing? I,
1: I can guarantee you the scenes that have singing, they were lip syncing. Oh, for weren't. sure. But, but I mean, it was a great adaptation of it. You know? Okay. To give you the illusion they were singing because it was all in his head anyway.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I, I had a little bit of an issue with the singing parts because it, it was so obviously lip singing that or uh, or lip syncing or whatever you call it. Who cares? Sync. Uh, S-Y-N. That S-Y-N. it it. it his faces while singing didn't seem accurate. Like, I think I would have enjoyed it more if they actually did do the singing themselves. But because it was so obviously an old recording that, yeah. that they were just lip-syncing to, that it, 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 was, it was weird for me. I guarantee the original artist was not doing the same faces that Robert Downey was making I, while I singing. Can, I can tell mm. you
1: that um, from my perspective watching those singing scenes, um, they came up very corny. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean even the first one, you know, Ba 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 you know Ba whatever it was, I can't remember the song, but in the beginning of the movie where all the doctors are standing around. Oh and yeah. It, and then all of a sudden break out a song and then the wall opens up. I'm like what's <laughs> just like?
0: <happening? laughs> It's like
2: a it's like a, an episode of um, Scrubs. Scrubs, I was yeah. like, Yep. That's what it felt like. But, but Scrubs did it very cleverly. As yes, far as did. musicals
0: go, I think uh, out of all I the musical it. adaptations that these TV series have, have done over the years, Scrubs, to me, was the the best. They, they made it believable uh, because it wasn't just singing for no reason. They fit no. into the episode where this person's just crazy, and that's yeah. what they're viewing. Yeah.
2: So it worked. I feel like they've done that in a couple other TV shows also. I think... Even, Psych did a musical. Yeah. So, well, yeah. But I also feel Probably like... The Vampire Slayer did a musical. Did oh, they Really? really? Oh my God! Well, they were on it for how many seasons
1: again? Like I don't nine? know, but I, I, I rem- that was actually I enjoyed that, that episode. Yeah.
0: You know, it was kind of <laughs> how about Supernatural? Is that the one? I I,
2: I think, think so. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yes. Of course. And here's the funny part: the uh, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think is some some Myers or something like that. Whatever his name is, Spike is that an angel? No, he's no. his buddy and his oh. blonde buddy. In the movie, in the Wait, series. Is Angel Angel? Angel's Angel. Oh. Okay. Angel is What am I thinking about? Bones. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. There was a crossover. No. Well, uh, let me see. There was a Bones crossover with another TV show. Hold on. I think it was might have been Castle? No. Castle sounds right. I feel like Castle seems like it would fit with Bones. Checking so what would I know a little bit about? Checking. Sleepy Hollow, sorry. Oh <laughs> Samsonite. Yeah, right. It was pretty good. I saw that episode. Okay. What, now, what, what what about the makeup? Which makeup?
0: Uh, Robert Downey Junior.'s makeup. Great. Uh, I like the transition. Oh, how, he's getting better from the scler- sclerosis. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was very well done. I was yeah. I was very surprised because it it it's, you could still tell it was him and the I was I was looking for like blending errors uh, by the like where the hairline was and there wasn't. Yeah. It was just it was it was very very well put together. And I did have the worry like, are they going to be able to keep those scars in the same place for the entire time? You uh, were watching that, huh? Yeah, yeah. And it 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 did, but it was also they also because it was getting better over little by little, it was harder to kind of pick up on any of those little things I was looking for to be like ah oh, you fucked up. But uh, no, it, it I,
1: I watched the movie, but I think at a certain point I kind of phased out of the movie okay. because I had no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah, and I was just it seemed to me I was just watching scenes and getting the entertainment aspect. Out of watching a scene, okay, you
0: know. So I'm I'm curious of this. Uh, I, I want to find out from each of you what, what you think the storyline was. How what, how you think things tied in, if at all, or what what was the what was what are we supposed to walk away from this movie thinking or uh, assuming what happened?
1: If there was something I had to walk away thinking from watching this movie,
0: they didn't hit it.
1: <laughs> Because okay. I didn't walk away thinking anything other than,
2: damn you, Adam. <laughs> no, no, fair, I, fair. I, I, walked, I walked in there thinking about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but I, from what I got from the movie, um, the, the actor, Robert Downey Jr., portrays a person that's uh, living a life where he hates romance and sex. He finds that everything about that is extremely putrid future to him. Okay. And over the course, course the the course of the show, the movie, he learns a lot about himself and how well because it's like a lot of it was from it delves from a lot of deep history from his father and his mother mm-hmm. because his mother would have sex continuously with random men and he felt like it was disgusting to him, I think. Right. And his that's mother's how, a whore Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, I think over the course of the movie, he changes and becomes the person that he enacts in his head. More so than who he is before, which is, uh, I guess, afraid or something. I'm not exactly sure about that. That gets weird. I believe the mom
1: was having an affair with with, uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Mr. Dark's uh, dad's partner. Okay. In the beginning, she was having an affair. They got caught. Mm -hmm. And so his mom and him moved to L.A. She couldn't find a job. So she had to start turning tricks to make money. Right. So I don't think she wanted to be a whore. Wanted? Right. She had to. She, to yeah, she ended up being a whore. Because she couldn't find money. She couldn't make money by finding a job. She couldn't yeah. find a job.
2: And because of that, that turned his uh, outlook to uh, into a different perspective.
1: Right. How did his mom die? She drowned, right?
2: I think so.
0: She, yes. She drowned. She she uh, she mm, She killed herself. Yeah. By drowning. I think yeah. she might, maybe she jumped off of a bridge or something. <laughs> no,
2: <yeah. laughs> that's that's it's like, she drowned, right? It's like, uh, I think she killed herself by drowning. Right. But well, yes.
0: if you say somebody drowned, it could be an accident.
2: Yeah, no, you're right.
0: So Well, so, I was
1: right. There's an implication where he's like, what? You think I killed my mom? You know.
0: Mm. Uh, I was expecting it to take a turn where he did kill his mom. Huh? Uh, that, that that That's why he had to run away in the bus. Because he actually did kill his mom because of he was just uh, like didn't, but in his own mind he was thinking he was saving her from the life that she didn't like or want to be a part of. I thought that was going to be the 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 turn, okay. uh, but that it, it didn't come. So chronologically, what happened was he as a kid had a, had a had a mom that cheated on the on the dad. Uh, dad found out. They moved away. Mom started tricking, uh, real depressed. He runs away because she kills herself. And that becomes the genesis of the book, The Singing Detective, in which there is a whore that is ba- has information about a nuclear thing or something. Oh, yeah. And then she gets killed by the guy that's hurt the, the John's FBI partners. And then the FBI partners turn on him and kill him as well. Uh, but then maybe she has a twin or something, and now we're trying to find out.
1: Uh, there's quite story. a lot of semi. <laughs> there was quite a lot of semi Game of Thrones sex
0: scenes. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, a lot of boobs in Game of Thrones, but I, I get what you're going for. Well, there's a lot more boobs in Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean.
1: Than, than the movie, but I'm talking about like the full on. You see, I mean, because you know, in most movies, you know, if there's like this romantic sex scene. They don't. They show the heads and they show movement of the not movement of the body, but the heads moving like the body's moving. You know, right? But they don't actually show the bodies doing
0: the motions. You know, right? And actually having impact with each other. Exactly. Yes. And
1: that kind of. I'm sitting there watching it with my wife, my and um, wife. she wasn't really paying attention to the movie because I, I had to watch the movie until those scenes came on. No, but <laughs> the first scene. She's like, oh my god! Like, she wasn't expected.
0: That was not expected, you know. Right? Yeah, it was not a, an expected scene to see. Right. Mm. Then. The, the the scene that that uh, caught me off guard was the, uh, the the fantasy version of his wife banging the oh yeah other guy yeah. Uh, where it's like, she's just basically, you see her face and the guy's standing behind her just like pounding away. You see him suck on his finger and stick it in her pooper. Right. And, uh, but the whole time he's talking business, it was, it was yeah. a very, it was it was a very awkward scene. And then, and, and, and then there's that, w- the part at the end,
1: right before he climax, she sticks her hand between her legs and grabs his balls and she, he's
0: like, oh yeah, oh yeah, there we go. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was it was a lot more graphic than I was expecting it to be. Ah. Uh, but but the, the whole business part of it was kind of like, what? It was, it was weird. But this is all his fantasy, right? Yeah. Th- this is not actually is happening. Is it? This is also... It's, 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 all, it's <laughs> also unclear. It's not unclear. Oh, I felt better. Oh.
1: Well, no, because at that time... <laughs> <Kitty Holmes? laughs> at that time, it was his imagination because he was looking. He was in his bed looking off to the right.
0: Right. Basically and, watching them in his then mind. And
1: after that happened, he started laughing... And then his wife walks into the room. Right.
0: The, the wow. wife is in the window, seeing yeah. him laughing, like, "Oh, this yeah. must be a good time." Yeah. Not knowing he's picturing her being banged by some other dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he was he he did play a good crazy. Oh yeah. Like yeah, like you were saying earlier, he he uh, he committed very well to the character. The uh the, the, the parts that he was like semi catatonic for a part of it. He he did that very well, or uh, just shifting the eyes because he couldn't move his neck. Eventually, he couldn't do much with his hands. Uh, it was it was very and, and this is something else I was looking for as well. I was trying to find like uh oh, that's not something your character would do. Yeah, but it didn't it, it didn't come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like man, it's Robert Downey. Either he mm-hmm. did
1: a great job, or they did a great job editing it, or right. making sure they reshot a scene because. He did do something. Yeah. Which I, I'm sure that happens all the time. They take many takes. Oh, for sure. On every scenes. But he, he yeah, no. I, I was thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. Especially some of the stuff he was coming up with, thinking about. So his pecker didn't stand on end. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that, whole, that,
2: that whole rant? Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, that yeah. was great. And then his face right after. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
0: Definitely then, a good crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And, and it cuts to a Grease-style montage in his head where uh, with Kitty Holmes there. And a bunch of other women. And then the exhaust yeah. kicks off. Ooh, and that was his explosion. Right. <laughs> it was fun. And
1: she grabs some Kleenex and goes, let's not talk about this. Right, <laughs> Katie Holmes is perfect. Oh, yeah. As an
0: innocent nurse, just... Uh, mm. But, I mean, <laughs> I, look, looking at her, you, you're not having innocent thoughts. But she's... Keeping up the innocent look so well, it's like uh, really? this is not helping. I, the,
1: the way the way her eyes were, especially in the little grease montage. Oh, in the grease
0: thing. No, that's, that's what I mean. No, yeah. as, as the nurse, it was just like, uh, and then it switches to the grease montage, was like, Whoo! yeah, good luck, dude. Yeah, I w- I I understand the exhaust problems that uh, Robert Downey Jr. had. Uh, what? Hmm? what what? Uh, yeah, so sure was no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> no. <laughs> What no? about a, a potato? <laughs> what scene are we talking about? Huh? It, what scene are we talking about? Is that the. Uh, oh, no. I was <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> making a Beverly Hills Cop reference. Oh, Ooh, ah. another movie. Beverly mm. Hills Cop. Mm. Oh. That's uh, Eddie Murphy End and movie. Nick Nolte. Yeah. Right. That's, isn't that uh, that's, that's the 48 no, no. Hours?
1: No, not Nick Nolte. Yeah, that's 48 Hours, dude. Oh. What? Beverly
0: that's, Hills Cop is an old one. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate sure that's Nick Nolte as well. You want to check that out, my show? Uh, let's see. What else? Adrian Brody. This was an interesting little thing that I feel was mostly a paranoid delusion of his.
2: Where Adrian Brody and the other guys? Yeah, the, like- the, so, yeah.
0: There's two mafia guys that uh, in, in the story were FBI agents, I think.
1: No, no. I think, I think it had to do something with part of his book.
0: Yeah, yeah Or his books
1: Right, the have agents in the book yeah. I, I I love the reference that they do I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off No, no, like, Man, we're always the guy. We're, we're always the guys that mess up in the books Come on, give us something You know, we're always the guys You know, We're always here and we always mess up Why do you gotta make a mockery
0: of us? No, but you know We want something more, you that, know that, that was a weird thing Because they, they basically, they came out of the book Into his real life So they, mm-hmm. they weren't because I think at a certain point they were they were part of the book, but then they exited the book and entered his reality. And yeah. they were that was weird and interesting. I feel like they should have done more with that. Where they're like, they don't even they're confused by their own existence. Like we shouldn't be here. We're, we're book characters. What are we doing yeah. in this world?
2: That's funny. Did,
1: did they realize that they when they were ran out of the hospital and ended up in the
0: desert? Yeah. Well, because when they were in the hospital, that's when they started realizing that other people can see them. Because up until that point, I think they knew that they were just figments of his imagination. But they were starting to bleed in. So, the, but but then, how? What is that? If, if, if that's <laughs> if it's his imagination, how do other people see him? And how are they interacting with them? So it was one of those weird, like, what is happening and what what's the relationship happening
2: I, I, here? Okay, so forty eight hours has Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wait, Beverly Hills Cop? No, damn it! Forty Eight Hours. Who's was with Eddie Murphy in uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Then um, Beverly Hills Cop One, Two, and Three. It's another, white, it's another white dude. It's course. Nick Nolte-ish. Uh, no, uh, is John Reinhold, which is Juden Reinhold, Detective Billy Rosewood. Yeah, Rosewood. Yep, and I think well, let me just double check on his his other friend. I believe no, is John Ashton? No, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Either way. No Nick Alty.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, okay, so those characters are weird, but they are the ones that eventually ended up helping Robert Downey Jr. become the author or the main character. Because they, kid, they kidnapped Robert Downey Jr. as the,
2: the burn victim guy. Yes. Yeah. Scler- sclerosis. sclerosis. That one. Just say sclerosis with an L. Sclerosis with an L. There you go. Okay,
0: so uh, they kidnap him. So they exit the book into his reality, steal him out of his reality into the alternate reality in which he has to save himself <laughs> from being thrown out a window. <laughs> yes. So the character of Robert Downey Jr. from the book, the uh, Donny Dark, I think is the name, Donnie Dark, Danny Dark, Dan Dark, Danny Dark, Donny. That's Danny or Dan.
1: Dark Donny Darko. Jake yeah. Yeah. Okay. You thinking Donnie Darko?
2: Yeah. Jake right. Hall.
0: Yeah. Right. So he's he right. he saves himself by
2: killing himself so that he can then become himself. Not necessarily. <laughs> um, I think the purpose behind that is he's taking over a certain portion of his psyche. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's one of those... Uh, I'm saving you from yourself. So this is the personality I've created that's going to save you, and this is who I really am. It's just not. Was that behind. always him, though? And this portion of your mind I have to kill in order for you to become yourself again. Right. So but was he that guy before this happened? Because the wife seemed to be like, "Hey, I recognize you again." So it was you think he was always that guy? And then once the once the skin condition got really bad, he diverted to this crazy well, person. I, I I don't think it happened as once the skin condition
1: got bad. I think it was progressively happening before the skin condition got to the point where he was hospitalized because the wife hadn't visited him in three months right. in the hospital. And and was sleeping when, around. Well, apparently, but, but mostly by herself.
0: Mostly. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, that's what she said. Yeah.
1: Anyway, when she went and visited him the first time and the nurse is in there with him trying to wake him up, she's like, no, 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 I don't want him to know I was here. I don't want to deal with the, the way angry. he... Yeah, he the angry.
0: Oh, right. You're because right.
1: he was probably getting that way before his skin condition or his sclerosis got bad. See, I can say it. What's wrong with you? Sclerosis with an L.
0: I can say it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but Sc- I, I, sclerosis? I, yes. Okay.
1: But, I, yeah, seriously, I think he was... Probably blowing the fuses
0: before he even ended up in the
1: hospital, and that's why she didn't want to deal with that.
0: So so how much of, of his paranoia uh, with a wife sleeping around trying to sell the screenplay, was, was that any of that real? I don't think
1: that was real. Well, not necessarily selling the screenplay, but, I mean, judging by the way this movie was going, I'm pretty sure some of that was made up in his mind.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You know the whole who you sleeping with, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, it seemed like it'd be like made up in his mind. I don't necessarily. I mean, they walked out of the hospital dancing together.
0: So okay, so maybe the deal for the screenplay was real, but his fabrication of why she was doing that, and the whole fact that she was rewriting it herself at home—that
1: was made that's up in fabrication. His mind. Yeah, that's fabrication with that uh, dude. Uh, but his his idea was it well not his idea but I think reality was he was like no it's in a shoebox I wrote it, it's in a shoebox and at the end she's like sweetheart you, you threw that out a long time ago
0: And there was, at that moment he starts like being reasonable which I I wasn't sure if that was him playing a being part being deceiving yeah yeah there's, yeah. there's, so,
1: there's so much well, and then the way the movie ends you don't know if he was being deceiving or Maybe he was getting his memory back and his mind back, you know, and realizes, "Oh yeah, I did throw that out." You don't know. There's there's no information. It's it's do so some more confusing. research and let me know, okay?
0: Well, there's a piece in trivia that I think would help a little bit with some of okay. this confusion, but oh my god, <laughs> to me, to me,
1: it was not worth researching.
0: I understand, uh, but for me, because I am a crazy person, I need to understand what I what I just witnessed. Uh, because to me, it's one of those like uh, okay, we watched the movie for spoilers back in the day. I think Leo. No, no, our our one of our friends from high school suggested this. Killing them softly. He
2: was uh, Luke. You're looking at me like I remember this.
0: Yes, well, because I I, I I think you were closer to him than I was. You sure? Wait, wait, Luke.
2: Luke. Luke. Skywalker.
0: Luke. Luke? Uh, he he. Um. Perry. Luke. Luke? Oh, sorry.
2: Yeah. No, I'm messing with you. I know exactly who you Oh, you son of a bitch.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I th- he suggested Killing Them Softly, which we watched with Brad Pitt, uh, Ray yes. Liotta, yeah. and uh, other people. And that movie, to me, went over my head to the point where I feel like, I think this movie is about more than what the actual movie is about. I think this is one of those like uh, avant-garde uh movies that like it, it it means more if you understand what it's saying but if you don't understand what you're saying then people that do understand they'll be like oh you don't get it it's whatever dude so it, it, so I, I was thinking this movie was kind of like that like i'm missing something crucial to make me enjoy this at the end of the movie i really thought maybe this movie
1: was setting up for not like a sequel but for like a series, a series? of movies okay you know Which I guess if you have a series of movies, each one is a sequel, but... Right. A a multiple sequel? Yeah, like... (laughs) Franchise? Well, I mean, when you think of, like, Lord of the Rings, it's Chronicles. Right. There's three of them. Yes. You know there's three of them, you know? Right. Um, But I wouldn't call, like, Lord of the Rings the second one a sequel. I would call it the second movie in the Lord of the Rings. The second installment. Yeah. Right. So I was... Not thinking there was a sequel, but maybe this is setting up for something more.
0: But no. Yeah, and then when it ends, it's like, what? That's it? Yeah. There's no more information. <laughs> yeah, it's it was uh, so so weird. <laughs> Anything else uh, about
2: this movie you want to talk about? Any uh, points dude, you want to hit? Not really, man. I mean, like this movie was. It it was good because it was having a lot of um, real in depth thought processes. We had to switch back and forth, but it was unless you really paid a lot of attention to it, which is very difficult too. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't really catch half of it too. I mean, like I literally had to go over certain scenes a couple times just to see <laughs> if I could catch it.
0: I did the same thing. Like, wait, I think I missed something. That let me rewind that. Wait, what? Uh, if I did miss something, I'm still missing it. So let's move on. I I,
1: <laughs> I honestly think I missed a lot in this movie because I was so lost. I don't. I there was points where I'm like, I'm I'm intently watching. I don't understand a word that's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. What did he say? Probably means nothing.
0: Right. Uh, I, I did enjoy the Mel Gibson, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, back and forths. The, it, the, the dancing? The, the dancing was a little weird.
1: How many <laughs> steps to heaven? Right?
0: Uh, the Three steps. The first step. That was weird. He was just staring
2: at him like that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. That, <laughs> I think that may, may have been the, uh, the funner scene for me to watch just because – there's these two basically powerhouses of actors yeah. doing this ridiculous,
2: ridiculous singing to each other and dancing thing. Um, I seem to remember <laughs> the reason why they did this movie was this is right after Robert Downey got out of jail. Oh, and he was after all those drug yeah. things. Yeah. I think Mel wasn't exactly the, the kicker in America, that, at least... With all the crazy was stuff happening. after Passion of the Christ and all that? Oh, stuff. I don't know. When he went I, crazy. Like, what was this? After Sugar you? Tits? This is 03, was he said? Yeah, 2003. Uh, I think this is before. Okay. Yeah. I think Mel actually helped him create this, get, get him into this movie, I think. I'm not exactly sure. Let's see. Don't he, quote me on this.
0: Just before this, he did Signs.
2: Yeah, uh, M.A. Shyamalan. Yeah.
0: So it was before
1: Passion of the Christ.
0: Yeah. So, let's see. Paparazzi... Complete Savages Edge of Darkness Edge of Darkness was his return yeah that was his first movie back so between basically he did Singing Detective and then he did a a a short role on TV disappeared for five years came back with Edge of Darkness so Sugar Tits I think happened in 2005 so this is right before Sugar Tits Passion of the Christ Uh, Sugar Tits is what he called that cop in Malibu that one time okay Uh, that's fine when he went on the whole Jew thing ah yes right uh, and then Passion of the Christ, I'm sure, was another time for that. Edge of Darkness returned 2010. So yeah, this was before he uh, lost favor with Hollywood and also the industry. But okay, I think we're done here, right? And, yeah. Anything else yeah. to talk about? No. Um. Nah, All right. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Now we're going to the. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Good reviews or bad reviews? What do you want to hear? Uh, Let's go with the good reviews. Good. Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun-Times. When I saw it at Sundance, my attention was divided because I was trying to process the meaning of the jagged structure. Seeing it again a week ago, knowing what to expect, I found it a more moving experience.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay.
1: He's saying, he's saying if I watch it again, I might get more out of it and right. understand so more. So
0: he's saying the first time he, he was lost, the second time he was like, okay, I get Not it. as lost. Right. But I imagine he's still lost. Yeah, he was he's, he's more moved by it. All right, Tom Long from Detroit News. It stands completely on Downey's tragic comic performance, although the rest of the cast, particularly Penn and Gibson, do good work as well. Okay. Who's Penn? Baker. I don't know who Pen is. I I, oh.
2: would ha-
1: I would have to agree with that because his like tragic, like he's he's gone through something tragic, right? right. And he's clearly mental, but yeah. his tragic comic he blends. Like, he,
0: oh, he did it great. He he blends those very well. Yeah, he, in, in every movie that he's he's done, where there's a certain like drama scene, he he can't like almost help but infuse a little bit of comedy into it. Yeah. Uh, Penn, by the way, uh, that this was back in the time where Robin Wright was married to Sean Penn. That was uh, Jenny, the wife. Ah. Uh, Forrest Gump, Jenny. 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 Let's see. What else we got? Uh, Stella hmm, Papa Michael? Hmm. Horrible last name. Uh, BBC.com. Even w- with its faults, Gordon's The Singing Detective will haunt the darkest corners of your mind long after the curtain falls. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm gonna sleep well tonight. <laughs> there are corners of my mind that are haunted, but it's more uh, haunted with confusion. I think. All right, this is for me. Before you keep on going, on I'm this not show.
2: wasting my time on that. Okay, <laughs> so check this out. Um, yep. I was looking up Mel Gibson's um, itinerary for his con- current movies and he's making afterwards. Oh, he's picking up steam. Is he? Yeah. There's like uh, there is one movie announced, uh, three movies in pre-production, Ooh. one movie in post-production. And since the movie Expendables three, he's made one, two, three, four, four movies.
0: Oh, Daddy's Home. Yes, that's right. He was the. Uh, he, I he's, think he, he was a uh, Wahlberg's dad. Yes, Kurt. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back. Good. He's out of. Uh, he's out of prison. Mm. I always like that Mel Gibson though. Yeah. Leave the weapon. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, Maverick maybe, oh maybe. Maverick's maybe. coming up on the on, Mo- uh, yeah. sorry uh, it's coming up at some point
2: <laughs> oh Maverick was good I enjoyed Beaver too wait wait oh the Beaver where he has a puppet yeah no, okay that was a fun movie to me I thought when he first showed pictures of that I thought he actually went crazy Right, that's
0: that's why it was perfect because that, that was like
2: aside from what is it Into
0: Darkness that was one of his first movies back and the fact that he was playing an insane person after basically being <laughs> labeled insane? as insane I thought it was a brilliant move all right uh, bad reviews Richard Roper From Ebert and Roper So We got a good review From Ebert Now here's a bad review From Roper It's just A little bit Too much Of a disjointed mess He well, didn't watch it The second time Like Ebert right? That's right <laughs> uh, Terry Lawson From Detroit Free Press The singing detective Has to settle For a hung jury um, <laughs> So clever.
1: But, uh, but with Katie Holmes in the room lathering you up, it wouldn't be a hung jury.
0: Well, okay. Uh, B- Bill um, uh, Mueller from the Arizona Republic. Although the miniseries spent time developing the strands of the interwoven stories, the movie fits the idea. Th- uh, what? Flits? The movie flits from idea to idea and plays like a chaotic failed experiment. Oh, speaking of which, that's a horribly written review. <laughs> okay. So apparently the miniseries drew this out to the point where it wasn't as confusing is, okay. it, is what I'm getting from that. All right, now it's time for the game. Now it's time for the game. Everybody loves to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the story where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. With a lot of scores. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience? All right, let's go with the audience. All right, what do you Because I am
2: just as confused. Mm. Um I'm going for like 50.
0: 50, okay. Because
2: yeah, like, I, I have no idea whether or not this is good or bad. But, okay. I watched it once, not twice, <laughs> once. So, All right. So I right, guess, right down the middle. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is right after he got out of jail, too. So this is like... Um, this
0: is before?
2: After. Mel Gibson? No, af- not Mel Gibson. Robert Downey. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay.
1: Uh, I'm going to say 60.
2: Ooh. That's, that's certified fresh. Like, no,
0: barely certified. Uh, yeah, 60. No, it's fresh. 60 would be fresh. Fresh. This was a 40 with the... Oh. You said audience, right? Yes. Thank God. Yeah, it was 40 with the audience. I'd oh, guess 30. I'm sorry. So, uh and I, uh, Maisha, I, I was, what's difference I was... There? I was
1: sorry. Uh, next one, 60. All right. <laughs> the tomato meter. Yeah. Or the thermometer. That's what I thought we were doing. I didn't know. Oh, okay. We sorry. Yeah,
0: the critics. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick 40 for the audience. Ooh. 40 uh, for the audience? Audience, we already did 40. Nailed it. All right. What about the critics? <laughs> 60. <laughs>
2: 60. Um, 30. 35.
0: 35. I, uh, I guess 30 as well. Because I, I, I couldn't. I, I want to go lower, but I felt like I'm missing something that other people are going to get. So I'm going to go 30 across the board. Oh. Uh, the tomato meter was 39. Oh. Maestro hands. I think I'm
2: getting better at this. <laughs>
0: Yes, 39 for the critics, 40 for the audience. Pretty close, pretty close. I suck. That's fine. (laughs) Come on. You'll get used to it. It it took me... uh, I'm never going to get used to sucking. It took me, I think,
2: what, six years in the... (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. well said.
0: All right. Uh, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this? Nope. We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has already been in a lot of the movies we've been doing, and since we both, all of us actually, love Giamatti, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have in this movie? Now, remember, the rule is if he's in it, you got to take somebody out.
2: Um, I would definitely take out Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. No, I think Mel Gibson did too good of a job. Uh, yeah, there. I, I, yeah, I agree. I would
1: put Paul Giamatti in as one of the two ding dongs from the book. Okay. With the fedoras. That,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Adrian Brody is okay. Uh, I think Brody
0: was fine. I think the other one, the yeah, fatter yeah. guy. Yeah, get him out of there.
2: Well, he's been in a lot of things too, that yeah. guy. Yeah. You think that was a typecasting because of the the age of the where they were playing noir kind of filming? No, oh, like maybe. Hmm. Yeah, this guy, that guy's been everything. He's he was in the Crow. Look at oh that oh yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was the pawn shop owner there killed. Also the Big Lebowski. Look at you. Uh, okay, all right.
0: Uh, Dead yeah, dude. I, th- I think I think uh, Calvin are in agreement with the uh, second dude. All right. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give you little bits of facts or information you may not know about the movie. There was not a lot of trivia for this. And it is it was disappointing because I like the trivia part. Talking, I know. At one point, David Cronenberg was in line to direct the film with Al Pacino as its lead. So Pacino would have been down here. He would have been the singing detective. Al Pacino. No. Hoo-ah, right? Right. All right. Uh, while Dan Dark, Robert Downey, is Binney's is in Binney's office, he picks up a statue of a Maltese Falcon.
2: Huh, figures. That's a that's an old story, right? Yeah, no film noir movie. They
0: did that, uh, but that was also, there was also a thing in Oceans Twelve. What maybe? no? No, didn't the Frenchman steal a little
2: uh... the the Faberge egg, dude?
0: No, no, this, the, huh? the the but, little thing. <laughs> Uh, the little, it was like a little cat figurine they left in the safe in Venice when they lifted the whole house. That's
2: that's that's his call sign. You guys, need right. to stop
1: talking about Lannister like that. Tywin Lannister,
2: okay? Tywin, what? What?
1: Or uh, what's the the, the imp? Tyrion. 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 Yeah, Tyrion. That's the other T. What? What is that? Lost. Huh? You're talking about what? little things. Oh Jesus!
2: Oh. <laughs> Heyo. All
0: right. Dustin Hoffman was also initially attached to the role of Dan Dark when the film was in development. Who? So. Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh, yeah, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino, or Robert engineer
1: Yeah, no, Dustin Hoffman. I think would have looked too old.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is three, though. Okay, Maybe
1: I now. mean, he, he he did great in uh, Mister Megorium's
0: Wonder Emporium. I mean,
1: <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, no.
0: Let's see, two thousand three. What was Dustin Hoffman doing at that time? Uh, the internet's awful. Let's see, 2003, he was doing, or he just finished doing Runaway Jury, right before Finding Neverland. Uh, mm, Before Meet the Fockers. Okay, yeah, a little old. I get it. All right. Uh, Money makes the world go round. I want to put this film into perspective of other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie uh, one source I found said $8 million. Seems like a lot. What do you think the uh the gross was? Before you guess, I did not find a domestic uh a foreign box office. So this is
2: just domestic. 16. 16 million? Well, I don't know much about this. I'm guessing what was it? How much was it again? 8 million is the budget from one source. It is it's is pretty low. I mean, like a lot of it was what green screen at the most? Blue screen? Blue screen uh, back then? no. It was it was a lot of moving pieces. What was, mm. what, what was the, the film noir part where they were hanging around next to the dumpster talking in? I feel like that background mm, wasn't no. actually real. It was a, I feel like it was a drop screen or something like that, at least. I don't know. Uh, I I would say it just doubled them at the most. I don't actually, know. That's what I said. 16? So you both have 16? Well, you know what? I'll be optimistic. Let's go 20. Ooh.
0: In the U.S., this is gross. $337,000. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, horrible flop! Oh my god, not even, not even close to a million. So this lost all of the money. This is where I suck at these games. <laughs> uh, I think the last movie.
1: What was the last movie? Oh, the Slender Man. Okay. <sighs> horrible on the <laughs> Rotten Tomato meter, right, dude? Think it that, was bad. No, it was bad on the Rotten Tomato meter, if I remember correctly.
0: Okay, uh, but see, it grossed a lot. Tomato meter was 7%. Yeah. The audience gave it a 19%. And,
1: but what was... But, yeah, okay. So lower tomato meters in
0: this movie. Yes. The budget for that was $10 million. It made $51 million. Yeah, dollars. see,
1: this is where I suck at this. I, <laughs> I don't get it. The tomato meter was way lower on Slender Man right.
0: than this. But it grossed... But, but Slender Man was kind of a, a folk... Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Folk. Folklore? folklore, yeah. Yeah. And so kids were just like, Ooh, Slender Man. No kid's gonna be like, ooh, a singing (laughs) detective. Well, no, but I mean, yeah, never mind. Whatever. That's fine. All right. The film debuted in 66th place on the weekend of October 24th, 2003, with $28,000. Mmm. That's real bad. (laughs) $28,000? Yeah. In the weekend? Yeah, on its opening weekend. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 55th highest grossing film in the category Neo Noir. Neo-noir? Mm-hmm. So it's not full-on neo noir. It's neo-noir.
2: Uh, it's number neo-noir. one. You
0: want to take a guess at what number one is in neo-noir? Um, mm. Once I say it, you're going to be like a fucking course.
2: Who framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? No. It has my boy in it. Oh, no, I'm not going to say
0: it No, I guarantee
2: your, your guess is incorrect. Really? Maybe Oh, What do you think? Um, uh, I was thinking it was going to be uh, What's his face? Uh, uh, he sings in it too Right, that's a knock I, I, knew, I knew that's what you were thinking So that's not it That's not it Okay Death Becomes Her No, no that's not from Noir Sin I even City, City. Oh, Sin City Of okay. course
0: It's very neo-noir Yeah Whatever. This was a 271st highest-grossing film of 2003. Number one, we talked about it earlier. Sin City? No. It is The Lord of the Rings. Oh. Return when, of the King. When did we talk
2: about this?
1: I, I brought it up when I was talking about I was expecting that maybe there would be like... Sequels or... Not, oh, not sequels,
0: but like a... Installments, franchise, whatever. Yeah. Ah. That was 2003's The Singing Detective, directed by Keith Gordon. Check out our website, slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at spoilershow. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate the view on on iTunes. Please rate what? Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie, that movie will go to the top of our list and watch it before any other requests.
2: I can't think of any clever. No, Amazon. Just, just, just transition here. If you want to watch the movie, <laughs> and suffer like we did, or if you're interested,
0: if you want to buy an Iron Man yeah. mask for Christ's sake. How about that?
2: Sure, why not? It's Could be uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Endgame's coming out. Yeah, yeah, sure. How go do to, we do that? Go to Amazon. Uh, you can. They have a bunch of other uh, masks and helmets there if you want to pick it up. Hmm. Uh, but you can go to our website first. Uh, click on the banner and. Uh, it will take you to Amazon, where you can do your sh- uh, shopping as normal. But the difference is, it helps support the show. Yeah.
0: Next week, we're watching 2005's Eon Flux.
2: This is because of uh, Charlize, Charlize Theron. Theron. Is a- it Charlize Theron or Charlize Theron? Uh, I
1: guess it depends on
0: who you're talking to.
2: Fair I think it's Charlize Tomato. What? That,
0: that is out. so see what, different. See what I did there?
1: No, I didn't. Mm. He said tomato. I say tomato. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say the whole thing off.
0: Tomato. Uh, no, she's coming out in a movie called Long Shot. Oh, yes. Long, is that a comic? Long Shot with Seth, uh, Seth Rogen or Seth Green or Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen uh, is, you know who Seth Rogen is. He's the fat, chubby guy from uh, Pineapple uh, Knocked Up. Okay. And uh, all the things. green The Green Hornet. Hornet. Yes. Uh, I guess in this movie, uh, they hook up. What Right Seth Rogen is the Wow Okay And it, But it's a long shot That he has a chance with her That's that's the whole Premise for the Oh thing. I get it now yeah. Okay He's like I'll take a chance I get a long shot But I'm gonna try to hook it up with her
2: <laughs> That's how he left. Really Yeah Oh that's right He does, it does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So because of Charlize Theron We're watching Eon Flux Which is That's uh, an action flick Pretty mm-hmm. sure Is it mm-hmm. Yeah I don't
1: Somewhat know. Yeah no, All right
0: so yeah, thanks for hanging out. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Until then, I am Adam. I am Mr. O. I'm still a Cowboy.